Hello, welcome to Piecing the Parsha Together. This week's Parsha is Parsha's Kedoshim. Parsha's Kedoshim, uh, at, at a first appearance, would seem to be a Parsha that is extraordinarily difficult to find a connection. There are many, many mitzvahs <clears throat> in the Parsha, and to try to see if there's some sort of unifying theme, at first glance, definitely appears to be very difficult. I um, took a look at Rav Arya Kaplan's Living Torah to see uh, how he broke some things up or how he named some of the different sections and I did not realize this ever before, but in fact, unlike Parshas Kisetze, let's say, where there are also many mitzvahs, um, Parshas Kedoshim has three or four different sections, four, three or four different divisions. The first one he just titled Kedusha, and that is the first 22 psukim of the Parsha, Perak Yud Tess, Aleph through Chav Beis. And then the second section, uh, he calls forbidden practices, which I think that perhaps really should be divided into two because there is a samach there, a, a, a stuma, which means not a full a full break, but a partial break. And then it talks about punishments, uh, specifically for the forbidden relationships, but maybe not exclusively. So I would like uh, to try to, to look at the, the second section. Um, the Kedusha section, again, there are many, many mitzvahs and it perhaps may not be as easy to, to figure out how those all speak to Kedusha, the Kedoshim T of the beginning of the Parsha, but to look at the second section and see what's there about potential forbidden practices. The first section, the first mitzvah, I should say, of this second section is Orla. And the... Uh, you keep the first three years, you don't eat the fruit. The fourth year, you bring it to um, Yerushalayim. The words used in the Pasuk are Kodesh Hilulim, Hashem. Um, and then it says you can do any, you can eat it in the fifth year. And then it mentions not eating Dam. It mentions different types of divination. Then it talks about uh, pay, you know, cutting... Uh, different parts of the hair, making uh, you know, tattoos or other kinds of bodily mutilations. And then there seems to be maybe a bit of a catch-all uh, with Shabbos and the base of Migdash. And then it talks, uh, once again, about, about different forms of, of uh, oh, so ovos and yudonim, also kind of divination. And then the, the, the section gets a, a small break with talking about respecting elders. And then the final couple psukim before you get a full break in the line talks about righteousness in particular may be treating converts righteously or fairly. So there is a quote from the Kliyaka. He quotes the, um, the Rambam that the non-Jews might have had some practice of taking the fruit before it was ready. And he says that that would be the reason not to do this. The Kliyakar offers his own approach that has something to do with Mysopratius, that fruit um, couldn't have grown uh, before you had the sun. So the first three days, there's no sun. And um, on the fourth day, even on, on the fourth day, you have to get some sun, but there's nothing to eat it. So you have to wait till the fifth day, and, and then the animals can eat it. So he says the first three days, there's no sun. So even if you have vegetation, which you did, um, nothing, nothing's going to sprout. And, and on the fourth year, he says it was just the trees had the ability to give Shevach uh, Lehodat to Hashem, and that's the Kodesh Hilulim, I guess, from the word Hallel, uh, praise. And that's how he explains 
orla. Interestingly, and perhaps somewhat related, um, there's an orachaim that says, I think it was the, the very end of the piece of the orachaim on Pasuk Chaf Gimel. It says that there's, what's the what's the connection uh, to the next uh, mitzvah, which says about eating lo socha aladam, eating blood. He says that really what we're saying is that that Adam um, ate from the eight hadas too soon. He ate early, and he says that has caused murder to come into the world. He says the Eitz Hadas was a, was a, had, a, had a status of Orla. He ate it early and it caused death to enter the world, which is the idea of Losoch Ahadam. And there's a Gemara that says that Adam was Moshech Orlaso. He pulled on the Orla, which I think normally would have to do with the foreskin, but they're saying, no, here it's he ate it before the time and that's what it means, the Orla. So what would come out uh, from this orachaim and to a certain degree the kliyakar as well is that in fact there's being if there's some sort of idolatrous practice that was that was in use we're almost replacing it with something that has to do with mycebracious so uh, so you can say that we're sort of you know replacing a non-Jewish practice an idolatrous practice with something that has to do with my sabracious and remembering that there's Hashem in the world, which is something that is obviously integral when a farmer plants something. They're always looking up, all right, God send the rain. Um, and then, again, it's not, not a difficult thing to, to imagine that, uh, you know, the, the question of eating blood or, or the practices of, of knowing the future and different magic things, witchcraft things, um, would be something to do with pagan practices, as the Sforno says in Pasach Chavav. All these things um, had to do with uh, the questions of Nevua and, and Ruach HaToma. And he says, the Vios Midarka Yerasakel, the Kvoda was, you don't do any of these things. So this is literally going into that idea of forbidden practices, and then the idea of um, the idea of uh, the bodily mutilations is, is, I think, more clearly. Um, the people talk about that. He, he again, the Sforno says that you shouldn't do something like the shotim and the drunks. And in parentheses, it even says the the, the priests they they cut different parts of their hair, the way they rounded it, maybe as the, maybe some of the Christians and um, the idea of, of you know bodily mutilation over mourning. Um, it's also again this under, you know, lack of appreciation for I guess you say how how death plays. It's a misa autumn is so is so terrible. And he says, similarly, the, the, the tattoos is something to do with a seal, a sign on your skin. It says, you know, accept the sign that we have, the osbris. So that takes care of, again, most of most of the, the things that have been said um, here. And then... Um, the question of the elders, which is really, I've really skipped a few psukim, all right, but it's still, again, this idea of, of different, different forms of witchcraft, right? You may say the tokum, the last, the last thing before we get to this is, he says that the idea would be, you have to show respect 
and to the, to the elders, and there's even a question of of um, what kind of elder, how smart do they have to be, how knowledgeable do they have to be, and I think you can take it even a step forward as something perhaps that's not, wasn't as true in times past, but do we respect our elders today, or do we think that they're just old, and they don't know what they're talking about, it's all outdated, and, and to take that even a step further, we talk about the next, the next section where it talks about respecting a gear, you can look at how do we treat immigrants, right? People who come to live in a country, um, obviously they have to keep the certain mitzvahs. If it's a convert, it's someone who's come to join us. But do we respect outsiders, which is something that is classically, historically been a challenge, not just in and I don't think it's any one country. We've seen that among ourselves, which is part of the the thrust of the pasuk that we should remember how we were treated in Mitzrayim. But these are so there's a, you know sort of a contrast. Don't do things that maybe others do, and do keep the things that Hashem says. And again, this idea of righteousness and obviously how you deal in business practices. Again, we see that around us today that people perhaps are not as bothered by that always, but we are being told that we have we are being called to a higher calling. That's the kedoshim team. So through us refraining from perhaps what were common practices either back then, or you could say perhaps we see some of these things even today, that is truly how we can be part of, you know, Kodesh, you know, in, in the sense of holy, but also perhaps in the idea of, of separate. Wish everyone a wonderful Shabbos. Thank you for listening. See you again next time.